Wow. I don't know if there's any other song I've choked up to more than So Will I or 100 Billing Times by Hillsong United. I, I just listened to it, and that's, <laughs> that's what's prompted me to say this. This is a little bit off script here, but if you haven't heard it, I highly recommend it with some tissues, obviously, because it really paints a picture of someone who loves God so much and will do everything for him. And there's one line in particular that hits me right in the feels. I don't know if that's like a term people still use, but uh, I'm going to use it here uh, because we live in a place that has incredible sunrises and sunsets. And, and the lyric goes, every painted sky, a canvas of your grace. Oh my. Oh, so good. So good. And it actually really relates well to today's episode which is called You'll Miss the Sunset. So we're going to jump into that. But as always, I wanted to thank you again for joining in today and would appreciate it if you would continue to spread the word about Holy Spirit Soapbox and HolySpiritSoapbox.com so we can continue to help the world understand God's love and grace. So without further ado, I'm your host, Dan, and let's get into You'll Miss the Sunset. Okay, here we go. Story time. So my wife and I decided that we wanted to buy a house here in Colorado. We absolutely love it here. We love the mountains. We just love staring at the mountains, going in the mountains. Um, But most importantly, especially on the front range, we have these incredible sunsets. The sun goes right behind those said mountains, the Rocky Mountains. And then we get all these crazy colors. The pinks, the oranges, the mixing with the blue, reds, you name it. Okay, so on the list of wants for our house was that mountain views and then also a fenced in yard because we have a dog and the dog likes to run around and we like to run around as well so we wanted a nice big yard for him and ourselves okay god was generous enough to give us all of that to manage here so all of it is his but he gave us this to manage so praise and glory to him we really appreciate it Anyway, so we bought our house. We finally got this house and, and we got the yard and we got everything we were looking for, except the backyard was not finished. It was this small patch of grass and then a whole lot of weeds, like so many weeds. Thorny weeds were the worst ones. Stocky weeds, bush looking weeds, tree looking weeds. It was just weird weeds out there and I, I didn't know what they were. And when we had a landscaper at first come and just kind of analyze the the yard, he was just like, you know, you really want to get rid of those weeds because what weeds do is they try to get stronger so they can survive. And you're just going to have like worse weeds. I'm like, okay. So we hired a a landscaper because we saw this as an open template either way. The landscaper, we actually found out, happens to be madly in love with Jesus as well. But that's a whole other story, and we'll go over that someday. But anyway, we hired him to put in some new grass and fill the yard a little bit more so we can enjoy it, and then we can watch those beautiful sunsets, and we could just run around. And man, did he deliver. Wow, our landscaper did an awesome job. This guy did so well. And it's this huge, green, lush lawn. Beautiful. We can walk with our... Shoes off, you know, barefoot in the yard. We could play different sports on it. Now that we have a son that he uh, loves to run around and and burn off energy from the day. However, (laughs) 
we started to notice some of those pesky old weeds infiltrating the yard around the lawn, which is totally understandable. Totally understandable. I call them, you know, pesky old weeds, or I call them like these annoying weeds, and it's it's messed up of me, I think, because we totally ripped them out of their house, right? <laughs> so if if I was ripped out of my house, I would be a little mad too, and I might go back with a vengeance, right? That's that's the human in me, right? Not good, but it's the human in me. And to be honest, I mean, our landscaper did a great job putting weed fabric down. They were just still popping through. They were mad. <laughs> they, were, they were mad. They were still popping through this weed fabric. Like That's the stuff you put down to literally hinder them from growing. And they were just popping on through. Hello. Hi. Remember me? Right? So anyway, that was outside of the yard. But then as we got into about like summertime, maybe around fall, we would go out in the late afternoon where it got a little bit cooler out to play some sports, right? We have our son that was running around kicking a soccer ball, our dogs catching his, playing fetch, play, catching his ball. My wife and I going barefoot. And then I would look down and I started seeing these weeds in our grass. And I'm like, no, no way. We did not spend all this money to lose our grass to weeds. Nope, not going to have it. So naturally, I pluck them, right? You, I look down, I go right at the root, which is the best way, by the way, to get rid of weeds. As good as you can, you got to get down to the root and yank them up that way. And I would, I would pluck one. I'd walk around. I'd find another. I'd pluck that one, right? And I just kept going. I kept going around the yard, just plucking weeds as many as I could see. And I was grumpy, to be honest, like very grumpy, like very sour. In any other adjective you can use in this situation. But once I got, you know, satisfied enough, I guess if you even want to call it that. I finally look up from looking down the whole time at the yard and I notice that the sunset already passed. The sun's already behind the mountains. It's starting to get colder now. It's starting to get dark. And all of those vibrant colors that I would look forward to every evening were were gone. Totally gone. And it might not sound like a big deal maybe to you, but for me it is. I, I love seeing that painted canvas. It's one of the reasons why we bought the house here. So that we can get the front row views of the sunset. You know, and then I just got more angry. And then I started plucking more weeds. I thought I was done for the day. But no, I took my aggression out on these weeds. And I was ripping them out of their homes. Even more out of their homes that day. To the point that I became, you know, public enemy number one of those weeds. Right? <laughs> no, that's a stupid joke. But, but two things seriously jumped into my mind, okay? The first was, if you focus so much on the negative things in life and try to control them, big or small, doesn't matter, and if you don't, you're not fully satisfied, you might miss those beautiful moments that happen right before your eyes, right? Sounds cliche, but you look down on those negative moments so much, you forget to look up to the sky, right? You get it? Up to the sky, heaven, God, right? (laughs) It took me a second in my own head and in my own heart when the Holy Spirit was trying to talk to me and say this, but I was like looking down so much, I didn't look up until it was too late, which then a second thing popped into my mind. The parable of the ten bridesmaids. Five of them were distracted so much that they didn't have enough oil for when the bridegroom came. 
Now, if you're not familiar with this, I highly suggest that you read it, but I will put the chapter and verses in Matthew in the description so that you can refer back to them. It was a great lesson. We spend so much time worrying or being angry or being distracted by things or a combination of all of it that we forget about God. We forget we've already been provided for in abundance as we have everything we need here plus eternal life. Those weeds, let's put in parentheses the bad stuff, will most likely always be there, but they're not eternal. The bad stuff here are not eternal. The weeds seem so insignificant of a problem, but they were enough to distract me from seeing the beautiful sunsets I enjoy. Most importantly, I don't want to miss out on God's miracles in abundance because of insignificant distractions. But by God's grace, or as some would say, luckily, I had the opportunity to see the sunset the next night and many times after that. Right? But this was still a big lesson for me to look up or else I might miss the sunset again. Stop letting these insignificant or significant distractions get in the way of me seeing God. Because, again, God is eternal. Distractions and insignificant negative things in life or significant negative things in life are not eternal. God will get rid of it. And God will provide to you your needs and abundance of eternal life. Now, I usually like to give you some verses and some questions to meditate on. The verses today will just focus on the parable of the bridesmaids. Again, they're going to be in the description, but I want to give it to you now, just in case you have a Bible in front of you, or just in case you want them now, you have a great memory, I don't know. But the verses for that parable specifically are Matthew chapter 25, 1 through 13. The questions, however, I'll give it to you now. There are three questions, and I really would love for you to, again, meditate on these, answer them in your head, answer them out loud to God or within prayer, whatever will help you get closer to God in your relationship. So here are the questions. Question one, what kind of missing the sunset moments have you had recently or that you struggle with consistently? For me, weeds. How about yours? Question number two, how can you change your perspective each day so that you do not fall into these same missing the sunset moments? Is there something that will help you not be distracted so easily from looking towards God? And finally, after you've read it, if you haven't, or if you're not familiar with it, how does the parable of the 10 bridesmaids speak to you? I thank you again for joining in today. It's always fun having you. And I I pray for you always. I really appreciate all of your support and hope that these are blessing you greatly. Until next time, God bless.